0: Welcome to Doctor 3, a Hearthstone podcast dedicated to giving you explosive growth and climbing the standard ranked ladder. I'm your host, Darren Alkaline, and along with me are my fellow hosts, Grand Masters and Masters Horse caster, Dragonrider, and Major Death. So, we got, we got, we went from not knowing what the set was at, about to, oops, the set's out. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. So we've yeah. we've got a little bit to talk about, including a full thirty-five card set review today. So yeah, let I me mean, great. Yeah, love it. I mean, I love it.
1: Yeah.
2: It's just a lot.
1: Right. So yeah. much for them uh, not releasing a mini set before the Masters Tour. Not only uh-huh. that, we're we're going to talk about that. Literally, the Masters Tour name is named after the mini set so it's like huh well i was Not, a little bit off with that well
0: that's
2: now we what, know why it was masters tour one wrong. until yeah, exactly. like until <laughs> yeah. friday last week uh, that makes perfect sense
0: <laughs> oops all <of> nixia <laughs> yeah
2: last week's poll question we asked you knowing what you know now how would you rate the card multicaster we had 19 votes thank you to all of you who voted Again, we were using that same one to six scale that we'll use tonight during the mini set review as well. Uh, with forty-seven point four percent of the votes, you said four. That was the most popular answer. I think I think that's a I think that's pretty good. I think that's where I would be right now. Five or six got thirty-six point eight percent of the votes and the final 15.8 percent gave it a three it's not one person voted for a one or two so if i i feel like there was a lot of people that may have given it a one or two initially but yeah now that we've seen how good this card is that is uh not the case anymore william jensen replied on twitter and said four generally but it is a five in in some select classes, and yeah, it, it does feel like it is that good in some of these classes that uh, are are leveraging it as well as they are. Like shaman, I think is probably one of those one of those classes. So yeah. we will we'll have a we'll have another poll question at the end of this week's uh, episode. So please vote in when you see that, and uh, we will. We'll share those results next week.
0: Yes. So let's quickly go through what we have for news this week. Uh, Fractured in Alterac Valley mini set, Onyxious Lair, along with patch 22.4, has launched. So there's four legendary cards, one epic card, 14 rares, and 16 common cards, totaling 35 cards. Includes keywords mechanics like tradable, honorable kill, and others from the year of the Griffin. It is available for 2000 dust or 15 USD. All golden version of the mini set available for the first time for 70. So if you're, if a, you're feeling especially
2: whaleish, yep. you can get an all gold version of it for, yeah. for only for cash though. No, no dust option for that one.
0: That's fair i i'm yeah. i'm okay with them trying to cash in on that one um diamond vandar available to players all players for just logging in because we did it guys we won <laughs> for the lions what, yeah. what, what, what on one, on one more it. photos
2: yeah yeah one more
0: yeah i i got a golden vandar in my in my collection that why did i get that dragon rider what what was what happened there
1: Uh, I don't know. I think we were feeling really
0: generous and they were like,
1: we want people to have a, you know, a diamond card. Mm -hmm. There's no meaning behind it. No, no meaning at all.
0: (laughs) Okay. I'll try and forget uh, any meaning I may have artificially (laughs) attached to that card. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Okay. So we, then we have um, bug fixes and game improvements. Uh, there will now be a confirmation prompt when you uh, attempt to concede a game before you would get quest progress for that game, like play three games, quests, and the Alterac Valley Honor Quest. We have also loosened the requirements on counting those types of quests.
2: That's. I this mean, that's. Is, this great. is a fantastic yeah. quality yeah. of life. Yeah, thing. it really I is. I cannot tell you the number of times that I've had play three games for class, and I've gotten frustrated because I've gotten absolutely blown out, but conceded and then not gotten credit credit for the game because yeah. they had like twenty eight attack on board and I conceded with 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 uh, you know with thirty or something. Oh man, that is that is so frustrating I, It happens way too much So I'm glad that they're I'm, I'm glad that this got added This is great
0: It is particularly frustrating Just because you're like I, I played a game I was going yeah. to lose Why don't I get credit <laughs> for this? So it's good that, that it will tell you now If you quit, you will not get credit for the game And so you just are going to be okay with that But you, at least you know
2: yeah um or I'll, I'll just go oh okay that's right and then let th- <laughs> let them play yeah. their play out f- you know 50 seconds of them screwing around with cards while they have lethal on board and then they'll hit me in the last five seconds to to get the lethal because you know that's how some people are <laughs>
0: Yep. sorry i was muted uh Fixed a bug where certain, uh, excuse me, I'm sorry, I skipped one. When playing Maestra of the Masquerade, the premium level of hero powers will now match the premium level of the hero. For instance, if you have a golden hero, your hero power will now be golden too, making for much better disguises. Okay. I Much mean, that's...
1: better disguises in game, but maybe not as great for people like us that do content because we can't give those clever little tips,
2: you know, for people <laughs> <Yes>. to
1: recognize.
2: <laughs> that that was that was definitely something that you could watch out for before, uh, especially if you were getting up into the higher higher brackets. There, you'd be like, well, if it's a if it's a standard and non golden hero hero power button then maybe you were going up against rogue in a masquerade uh in a mask so uh so yeah now now this actually does make sense that it should have probably been like this right from the from the get-go
0: yeah i mean to be fair that would have made it even better and when you know before the the nerfs to mm-hmm. to to uh burgle rogue or My extra, so okay.
2: Yeah, like it, like it needed that little extra bump, right?
0: It it sure did. That's why I got nerfed into oblivion because it needed it Mm -hmm. needed that help. Mm -hmm. Um, it fixed. They fixed a bug where certain mana ramp cards would not grant mana crystals if you played Wild Heart Guff and had between ten and twenty mana crystals. Uh, I don't know which cards it would have been. Uh, everything, like, uh, overgrowth and wild growth had always worked for me, but I guess there could be wild cards that uh, may have done that, too.
2: So uh, I guess I'm not sure what, what scenarios that would happen in. I hadn't heard that that was a thing, but apparently it was, and so now that shouldn't be an issue, so... <laughs> Go ahead and play those guffs on five with zero disregard for having any issues with their ramp cards a little bit later on.
0: I mean, I'll be frank, I played a lot of ramp druid. I think you play Guff on turn three regardless of the consequences.
2: <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna say that, you know, that that's suggesting they don't they don't get it out before turn five, which it feels like happens more often than than them even having it on five
1: yeah hold on though you, you said you played on turn three no matter the consequences there's consequences for a play <laughs> uh, what?
2: there you go uh,
0: no. apparently the consequences
2: the you win the game that's the consequence
0: <laughs> yeah, right. well i'm reading this that's saying that maybe my ramp cards don't do anything between 10 and 20 mana and i have a sad face as I play Solar scenario again. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> oh, if only oh, I'd oh, had oh, two oh, more <laughs> mana this turn. Exactly. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean I can't play both my Yasharajs this turn? <laughs> I, I could have done that this turn instead of having to play one Yasharaj and hit the hero power. Ah, oh, rubbish.
2: Okay. However, will you get through life that way? I don't know. I don't know.
0: Um. The movable object has finally been moved, fixing a bug, preventing the you are not worthy achievement from tracking progress. So I knew that was something that uh, I don't remember which quest it was, but I'd heard um, I'd heard the achievement in the Paladin was was having trouble. So I guess they fixed it. Good for them.
2: There it is. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Certain YouTubers can stop mentioning it now (laughs) i'm not gonna name names but yes uh ferocious furball and blooming flower portrait bundles are available in the shop for 10 usd uh ferocious furball bundle includes little lion anduin and saber tender illidan portraits and with new voice lines for 10 dollars and blooming flower bundle includes Garrosh the Wild and Cherry Blossa Lunara portraits with new voice lines for ten. So, two portraits for ten bucks. That's pretty reasonable. That's like you don't. Yeah. There's no card yeah. back, but they're all new voice lines, and you get two of them. And they're
1: adorable. Oh my gosh! Like <laughs> I, 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 know. I was telling you, you both. I was right before we were recording. I'm like, I'm getting these bundles. I'm getting these portraits. Like the Saber Tender Illidan. Okay, it's Illidan, and he's got, like, five, like, saber-toothed cubs, like, all over him. It's amazing. It's so freaking adorable. And the the cherry blossom Lunara is just, like, absolutely gorgeous. So if you do like the portraits, I at least recommend you look at them because they are pretty sweet. I will have to test out the voice lines. Uh, but I, I just got them so I haven't been able to test them yet but they look cool.
2: Yeah from, from I thought I saw something on Twitter that says that those if you're bringing those classes to masters tour this weekend that, that you should you can show them off or they're, they're encouraging players to show off those portraits you know when they're going to be on on stream and that so that that's pretty cool as well.
0: Yes, and, uh, it's a, uh, for those of you who don't know, the Anduin's nickname is the Little Lion. So, yes. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. (laughs) (laughs) He's holding a little lion. Do you get it? See, his nickname is, uh, okay. Alright. Book of Mercenaries Rukan is now available. Um, defeating all eight bosses in this linear adventure will award one shaman pack containing only shaman cards from standard. Um I just want to say real quick too, did you guys go through the scabs one yet? Or not the scabs one, which was, was the Tavish one that just came out. Uh I
1: haven't gone through any of them.
0: Oh, it's it's okay. Don't don't worry yeah. about it. None. I mean
2: but I had that... not I had not I I I actually just finished Scabs last weekend. So I am now two behind again now with Tavish and Brucon. <laughs> so yeah, I heard spoilers that there was going to be a dragon uh Kazakus apparently that is revealed at the end of Tavish's Book of Mercenaries and then we get the card now in the mini set. So
0: yeah. Also, there's a very, very interesting one that's a cooking challenge that's puzzles. Okay. Yeah. It's very interesting. It's well... It feels very well designed. So, I thought, like, I really enjoyed that because it was something so different. Kind of reminisces of, the like, the Boom Labs.
2: Gotcha. Okay. So, that's cool.
0: Yeah. It was, and it was a lot... They give you a little bit of direction, but you're left on your own to figure out how it works. So it's, I liked it. So, um, well,
1: talking about the, uh, you mentioned the master's tour this weekend. Uh, so I just want to mention that, yes, the master's tour is happening this weekend. It is master's tour, Anixia's lair. So it has a name now, not just master's tour one. Yay. Uh, and that is happening February 17th through the 19th so it's actually thursday the 17th through saturday the 19th there is also youtube drops that are going to be available for that as well so you can watch uh four hours on the any of those days combined and you're going to earn two fractured and alterc valley packs which is pretty nice because it's not just like the year of pack it's actually just the most recent Pack, which I think is great, um, especially since the mini set just came out. So if you aren't able to get the mini set or something, then you know you might be able to open some of those cards. Um, and I did want to say that the the broadcast times. Okay, so they're going back to kind of the rotation of the start times. So this one is based on the APAC, the Asia Pacific time zone. So the broadcast, and that's why it's like the Thursday through Saturday. Uh, So the each day starts at 3 p.m. Pacific time. Also 11 p.m. GMT or 8 a.m. KST if those are a little bit closer to uh, your time zones. But uh, yeah, it's going to be a little bit different than what we're used to. So make sure that you're uh, kind of looking out for that if you are wanting to watch and earn those packs. Um, And I did want to just drop in here as well based on the uh, or plugged into the blog post for this master's tour is what we now know the name of the second master's tour as well, which is master's tour ruins of alterac. Does that indicate something to come? I don't know. I'm kind of intrigued, uh, but it's kind of cool that they yeah. are seemingly like naming the uh, master's tours in relation to like what sets or, or, you know, what's going on in game which I also think is helpful because I think that's going to help me keep a better mind frame of like when things are happening. (laughs) Cause I'm, I'm really bad with uh, like times and like time blindness and stuff. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited.
2: Okay. Format for this, for this master's tour, just in case anybody is unaware. What is that?
1: Uh, so it is Conquest, which I think is the most common format that we're used to seeing with these. So it's a format where players are going to bring four decks, one of one deck for each of the four classes. And then it's a best of five Conquest with a ban. So they, they'll bring four different classes, one deck per class, and then have to ban one of those decks from their opponent. And then they'll have to get a win with each of the three remaining decks.
2: Gotcha. Thank you. Hmm.
0: Interesting. I mean, it's pretty standard, but okay.
2: It's been a while, it, it's been a while since we had uh, a Masters tour, and so so re- being reminded of of the format and how you have to have to approach it and and what what each player is going to be trying to do uh, is a nice reminder. So yes, indeed.
0: Okay. So uh we have one last thing to mention before we go in we are recording live in one week we will be recording on tuesday february 22nd 8 p.m eastern standard time 5 p.m pacific standard time we will be going live with episode 141 a kind of celebration of Dr. 3 because we didn't really celebrate after episode 100 and we've been around for more than two years coming up to three so it's a it's a good time to celebrate so um we
2: were we were hoping we'd have a mini set to talk about (laughs) Uh, yeah we're getting we're gonna be talking about first impressions our first week impressions of the mini set uh next week but and I think that's it and then Oh, I was going to say, I was
0: going to say, I think that's a great time to have an audience too, because maybe mm-hmm. we get a little bit of feedback from the audience and see what they think of the mini set. So like, it feels, like, it feels like a good time, regardless when there's new cards, those first couple of weeks, it's, it's easy sailing for us. We don't have to, we don't have to come up with a deck. We don't have to think much. Or we're just like, let's talk about the meta and how it feels. So like, it feels good to uh, be in that position.
1: Yes. And we're going to be streaming that on my Twitch channel, I believe. Correct. So
0: yes. Um, what what is, that, it... uh, d- yeah, what is that?
2: Twitch yeah, channel? We usually
1: plug it at the end, but I know not everybody listens to the end. So if you're one of those people right now, twitch.tv slash dragon rider DK going to be there. We're going to be live. You can see our faces while you hear our voices. It's going to be great. It's going to be fun.
2: See okay. all my wild hand gestures and all that sort <laughs> yeah. of stuff that, that only Daring and Dragon Rider usually get to see. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, just, just, just. I mean, come, come for that save, stay for all the, uh, the, the fun and interesting discussion on the meta. So there you go.
0: Yeah, it's it's gonna be a good time. And if you aren't already following Dragon Rider on Twitch, why? Why not? Why are you not following her? You should be subbed to her as well. So, if you can, go sub to Dragon Rider right now. (laughs) If you're not already, (laughs) I feel like there's a fair decent amount of our audience who probably already is. So, (laughs) okay. All right. Well, then let's get into what you guys are probably all here for this week mini set review. Dragon Rider, you want to kick it off for us with Demon Hunter?
1: Well, I think before we jump into the actual things, uh, Mage, do you want to talk about the ratings that we're going to use?
2: Sure. So we're using the the Coin Concede Hero Power uh, rating rating scale uh, from their community rating sheet. Uh, It is a one to six rating, one being the worst, six being the best. Uh, Just as an example, one is considered a bad card probably not gonna see much play. Wisp is an example of those kind of cards. A two rating is a fringe card or a support card. We've labeled tech cards as being those sorts of things as well. Uh, Abusive Sergeant is an example of that Nerubian Unraveler. I don't remember the last time I played an Abusive Sergeant so that gives you some idea how often uh, that card uh, is, is seeing play. Three is a strong card. It is a key support card in a few decks. Uh, We have True Silver Champion as an example of that. Bone Wraith is another example. We've got some cards, I think, in this set that definitely would qualify as threes as well. Four is very strong. This is going to be a good card in several decks for, for the class, or if it's a neutral card, it'll be found in a bunch of classes like our multicaster, I think is is a good example of what a four would be considered. Five is format defining. This is a really important card. It is going to affect the meta when this sees play. The carnivorous cube, Keleseth, Zephyrus uh, would be cards like this. And then a six is the absolute most powerful things we've ever seen ever opaf this needs to be nerfed asap see very very few of these cards um but you know sometimes sometimes some of those demon maybe some of those initial demon hunter cards probably probably were a a six opaf so that is the scale that we'll be using to talk about these cards
1: yes thank you so much yeah Good scale. We might need to update some of those cards, I think. Some of those might yeah. be a little outdated. <laughs> uh yes. you know, we haven't seen a cube in quite a while now. Uh or yes, if, if, if you're if
2: you're newer to the game, you're like, what's a carnivorous cube?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, anyways, yes, we do have new cards to talk about. So three cards per class and then five neutrals. So kicking it off with Demon Hunter, the first one is a rare spell called wings of hate it is a ranked spell uh, it's one cost and it summons two one one fell wings when you have five mana it's going to summon three one ones and then at 10 mana it will summon four one ones uh i gave this a two i i personally think it's going to be kind of fringe it might see some play in some like aggro style you know like tokeny thing uh but i think for me the fact that they don't have rush is kind of a, a detriment right now, because I I feel like there's just so many, uh, there's so many other things that are in the meta right now that just having the rush feels so important. So I don't know. I, I gave it a two.
0: I went just I was going back and forth. I gave it a three. I think just the fact that it's two bodies on turn one, um, it might bring something more aggressive back to the front. So uh, I probably think it is a two, but I want three.
2: I think mean, it is a three as well. I I think of like Lost in the Jungle and I think of Living Roots, and those cards were actually pretty good when they were when they were playable. It's been a while since those cards were in standard. And the power level of standard really has gone up since then. So maybe this isn't as good as that. Uh, but it actually scales a little bit. So that's got a plus that those other cards did not have. There is token support in Demon Hunter right now. So I'm going to try and give it the benefit of the doubt with a three.
1: I think that's fair too. And I, I will preface that I I think evaluating these cards right now feels really weird. Because we're in that time of year Where, like, trying to evaluate these for the current expansion, they're probably not going to be as good or as impactful, right? So if we're evaluating these for right now, it's like, nah, they're probably not that great. But I think a lot of these cards will probably get more impactful after rotation. And this might be one of them. After, you know, after some of these other decks lose some cards and it's like, and we have less cards in, in standard, some of these might be like, oh, okay, this is <laughs> this is better now. Uh, but moving into our next one, we have Keen Reflex, a two mana spell. It's a rare or er, a uh, common. Deal one damage to all minions. Honorable kill. Gain plus one attack this turn. Uh, so you could potentially get a whole bunch of of uh, additional attack, which seems great in some cases. I'm I really don't know. What how I feel about this though, because um it feels so meta-dependent. Like if there's a lot of things on the board, then it feels great, but I don't know. I- I'm giving it a three, but I want to see where this goes. If there's a way to set attack or not attacks, uh health to one and then you can use this, it gets way better like uh, paladin has some of those, right? Like equalities and stuff. But I'm not sure how I feel about it in Demon Hunter.
0: Yeah, I gave it a 2 due to not knowing how I feel about it in Demon Hunter. Like it's just it feels weird and I don't know. I I I don't think it's going to do enough. So, yeah, I gave it um I gave it a 2.
2: I'm, I'm not one that likes to give ones out, but in this particular case, I did give it a one. I, I, I like, uh, like, doing one damage, like, to all minions seemed okay, um, but not, like, all that fantastic. And so, like, I want the uh, attack gain from this, but it, it requires an honorable kill in order to get that attack gain. So I think just the fact that it... Like if you gain one attack for every minion you hit with this, th- it would be like brokenly good, but yeah, it's yeah. not that. And so yeah. it, I just I have a hard time figuring out where this sees play. so i I gave it a one. Maybe it's better than that, but that's where I'm at.,
1: oh, I think that's perfectly fair and makes a lot of sense. Um, moving into our final card for Demon Hunter, it's another common. The Razor minion, Sentinel, four mana, five, four. After you play the left or right most card in your hand, draw a card. I love this one. I, I'm giving it a four. I think this is really cool. You get a pretty decent body with it. Uh, it doesn't have the outcast itself. It's just whenever you play a left or right card. So you can play this if it's in the middle of your hand. Uh, you know, from board, or like onto the board, then play that left or right minion and get an additional draw. Uh, I think it's, it's pretty cool. You can use it. It's just the effect. Uh, so if you have cheap stuff, you can potentially get multiple draw off of it, which I think is fantastic. Uh, I just, I think this is really solid. And I think especially after rotation, because I think in Demon Hunter, Skull is going to be rotating away. So that is one big thing source of draw that demon hunter is losing so i think this is definitely something that we're going to be seeing i like this one a lot
0: i it feels a little awkward to me um i think it's good i don't think i think it's a solid piece i see it as a three it just doesn't strike me the cost is what kind of kills me here so i'm like eh I don't. I'm not saying it's bad. I think it's really good. I just don't know if it's a four, so I stuck with a three.
2: I actually gave this a two. I I I'm I can't get the mana cost out of my head either. I think if you post quest when you all your cards are reduced, this is a this could potentially be a really nice card to have and basically cycle through your deck. We could be brooding people again, or playing the playing the weapon and doing a whole bunch of damage because this card helps you get through your deck really fast. But I, before that, I'm just you. You have to play this card. Like, is it good enough to for at like six mana play this card plus a two cost card that happens to be on the left or right side of your hand so you can draw another card? Is that going to be good enough? And I, I, I don't know if it will be. So then, then, then it, then it, then it might not see play in decks.
0: Okay, so that's it for Demon Hunter. Let's move to uh, Druid. First up, we have a rare minion, Boomkin. Choose one: restore eight health to your hero or deal four damage. Um, th- that just says deal four damage. So I gave it a three. Like it feels like a good stall for. It's like a combination of either, you know, anti-keel bot or it does four damage. So, like, that was the Druid of the Fang or the Druid of the Claw, the one that could rush or charge before. So, like, it's like a combination of that. It's a four or five. Not the best body, but for what you're getting, I think this is a solid three.
2: Is Druid of the would Druid of the Claw see play now would be the question I have. And like this is a better body than the antique heal bot was. I, I I like the card, don't get me wrong. I like both the choices. I think they're I think they're pretty solid. I just don't know whether or not it's good enough to actually see play or what sort of deck you would want to put this in. I give this a two, but I I would be happy, I guess, to see to see it see more play than
1: I think I gave it a three as well. Um, Again, I think this is one that probably like right now with what we have for Druid, you're not playing this. (laughs) But after rotation, once a lot of those key cards leave, I can definitely see this being better. Um, I also have a little bit of bias because I really want like a a choose one deck to be really good. And of course, I'm going to play Boomkin in there. And also I played a Boomkin when I played WoW. So I'm like I want this to be good Uh, but I think it's decent I think it's flexible enough and generally when we see cards that have multiple options and you can kind of maneuver them how you want like hitting a minion or sending that damage face or healing and you get a body I feel like those are usually better than just spells or things that can do only one thing so that's why I'm giving it a three but we'll see if this ends up being as good as I hope.
0: Okay. the fact that
2: the fact that this probably go this can go over taunts presumably because it's gonna be a bet that choose one battle cry. it's not it's not charging like the like the old Druid of the claw was. So from that standpoint this is actually a better plus four because it can go over taunts and that sort of thing so
0: yeah yeah okay, then we have raid negotiator. it's a four three common. Uh, it's a 4 mana 3-4 f- common. Excuse me. Battlecry, discover a choose-one card. It has both effects combined. I give this a 2. Like, it's interesting, but, like, there's some hidden misses in situations. Uh, your choose-ones are kind of going to be situational, so I-, I don't see this doing much. So, 2 for me
2: i don't know if i want to pay four mana to get to get this card is the is the problem definitely not right now but later maybe there is is something like if i'm playing a choose like if there's a choose one card i want i'm probably putting it in my deck and so i don't necessarily need additional copies of it and i definitely don't want to rely on the fact that i'm going to discover a specific choose one so i gave this a two but I mean, the the potential is there that if there gets to be some pretty good choose one cards and you can't quite shoehorn them all into a deck, that this could be a way to do that.
1: Yeah, I also gave it a two. I mean, basically the same reasons. I originally thought this uh, was you got a choose one out of your deck. And I was like, oh, this seems really cool. And then, yeah, some of my AFG team was like, yeah, you discover something. And I was like, ooh, yeah, never mind. <laughs> this is not as cool as I not thought it was. It's like, you could deck build around this. No, I, the discovering, not so great. Depending on the choose one spells or cards in general, um, maybe in like the four set will be good. But for now, it's a two.
0: Okay. And then we have Scale of Nixia. Uh, fill your board with two one whelps with rush. Um, I gave this a three. <laughs> I think this is actually could be utilized um as a board clear, especially when you have Guff and you have more than ten mana. This starts becoming a much more interesting card. Um, even if you only have ten mana, I mean you can get them up to you know four twos. You know, if you have the right car- combination of cards in your hand, so I feel like this is a solid uh, board or and or something to push towards lethal. So I gave it a three.
2: I gave it a two. It reminds me a lot of expendable performers, and it like there's definitely some payoffs for doing that in Demon Hunter. Uh, I like the idea of it. This being a board clear. Uh, It's just finding room for it, I think is going to be the biggest problem, but there isn't that same kind of payoff in, in Druid that there is in Demon Hunter for it. So I, while I think it's a, a solid card, I'm not sure how, how much play it sees.
1: Yep. I also gave it a two. I just, I'm, I don't know on it. It seems cool, but it seems really slow and it just doesn't seem like there's anything great to make it better right now um I'm not really sure where we want to play it.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. Dra- uh, Mage, you want to hit us with Hunter?
2: All right, we're moving on to Hunter. We've got a rare spell, 2 mana Dragonbane shot. We we have a spell for the uh legendary minion from way back y- way back when. Two mana, deal two damage, honorable kill, add a dragon bane shot to your hand. So it can replace itself in your hand if you kill a minion with exactly two health. I I really like this card. I think this is a great quest card. I think that this is a solid uh face hunter card too, potentially, because it, it can go face. Um I I like it. It's a it's it's three. It's not like ridiculously powerful but i think it's really really solid and and you could you can do some things with this card i like I
1: it it a three, two.
2: Oh yeah me too
1: <laughs> yeah we all agree and especially in quest hunter like right now it's it feels nutty it feels nut i i would almost say it's, it's potentially even a five in Quest Hunter right now. Like, it feels really good. Outside of that, uh, you know, yeah, it, but it's good.
0: I don't have anything to add. That's, you guys nailed it, so. It,
2: it's just, it's, it's tough to play around the honorable kill when you're the opponent. And, and you know, in Quest Hunter, you've got other ways of doing incremental damage and stuff, so you, you, can, you can leverage this, you know, get two or three out of them. Uh Furious Howl is a two mana spell as well. It is common. It says draw a card, repeat until you have at least three cards. So if you're have an empty hand, you play this, you'll draw three cards, which is two mana, three cards. That's that's pretty great. So it, it feels like a spell version of the Voracious Reader, um, which was a pretty good card. Um uh, I don't and know and just
0: if... rotating and it's and, rotating this uh, so, there you so, go and so. it,
2: and it's rotating uh it's not gonna get in the way of some of your others like like it's a spell so you don't have to it's not going to cause necessarily issues and it uh if you're trying to be primarily a a spell deck you could draw it off of uh bane potentially as as your two cost card so I, I like this card. This is a nice refill card. This is a de- if you didn't want to go multicaster in your quest hunter. This is this is definitely an interesting card. And like I said, face hunter I think can use it too. So I gave this a three.
1: I had originally given this a two, but I guess uh, technically I cheated and I've been playing it some today since the mini came out, and I bump it up to a three because when I was reviewing it, I was like, oh well. Going up to at least three cards, like, seems great, but uh, I didn't read the fact that it says draw a card, period, then other stuff. So you always will get at least one card, which is like, okay, so it at least replaces itself. And I think that does make it a lot better. And even if you're getting two draws off of it, it still feels pretty great.
0: I mean, it feels pretty good in, like, Face Hunter. When you're, like, oh, running kidding. running on the line, you're running on, like, trying to push things with little to nothing in your hand. Uh, being two cards deeper into your deck can be the difference between loss and victory. So, I yeah. like this. I think this is a solid uh, card, so I give it a three as well.
2: Uh, The last card is a minion for Hunter. It is Pet Collector, 5 mana, 3 attack, 3 health, with a battle cry that reads Summon a Beast from your deck that costs 5 or less. Uh, I mean, okay. I I, I think that... I'm not not quite sure what beasts I want to pull from my deck right now, specifically... Uh, that that this card's gonna pull for me, so I don't know. There's like maybe the the biggest thing is like that that tarantula thing. The four the five mana four five is probably the best thing that I'm playing, but like that means that you're not running Wolpletinger. It means you're probably not running Zixar. You're not running anything small. Like I think at a minimum you want to get like a like a that. Oh, God. Bear, I think you want to get, like, Bear Shark at the very least out of this thing in order for it to be good. And I'm just, I'm not running Bear Shark in any of my Hunter decks, so <laughs> I gave this a two. Uh,
1: okay. Yeah, I gave I gave it a two also. Like, kind of the same reasons. I'm not really sure where it goes yet. And I don't really like it at five. If it were four, holy smokes, Out, Yeah. Like, honestly, even if it were a 4-mana 2-2, I think I would like it more. Because then you can at least, like, play it, you know, and and it kind of feels like it might fill in a curve better, but at 5, and then you're pulling a 5, I don't know. not sold on it yet.
2: Daring, any thoughts before we move on?
0: Sorry, sorry. (laughs) I I muted, and then I misclicked. (laughs) So I apologize, guys. Um, I... You can't pull Twilight Runner with this then, right? Correct? That's a Druid card. Yeah, this is trash. I gave it a two. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I immediately was like, oh, what can, What are good five-cost beasts? Like, Teacher's Pet's the only one that like crosses over. So, like, from, like, you know, Guardian Animals. And that's what the comparison I kind of made in my head. So, yeah, I think this... This has potential in the future. Right now it 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 doesn't do much.
2: We need we need like a Savannah Hymen esque sort of card or or better in order to get pulled out by this in order for it to I think see some play.
0: Yeah, some better beast synergies, yeah. Okay, back to you, Dragon Rider. Alright, next
1: we're gonna move into Mage. And honestly, I don't know how to say okay. I will preface this. I don't know how what the proper pronunciation is, but here's how I will be pronouncing this card. Hala Matron Protectorate. <laughs> okay, that's how I'm saying it. It's probably just like Hala or something, but I, the way that I like Hala seems really fun. So I think Gia, I think,
2: you, I think Gia pronounced it. Uh, on, I had it uh, like the second way you said it. Hey. Uh, I don't go oh, oh, dang it uh, I yeah. completely lost it <laughs> you said it the funny way and it just stuck in my head now that's the only way I could hear this card being it's, pronounced
1: it's the only way to say it and like if I were casting I would still say it that way because that is the only way to say it and <laughs> if you can actually pull this off and get some cool stuff with it you're gonna be hollering because that's <laughs> Like, I feel like it's so hard to actually get this to work. <laughs> I know. That was corny. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for everybody listening. Or we're going to push through. Uh, But let me read the card for you. It is an eight mana, 412 dragon. And it says, after you cast a spell, deal four damage randomly split among all enemies. So that is enemies. So it can go face. But I'm only giving it a two. Like, this is this is tough to pull off, I feel like. It's kind of costly then you have to have like cheap spells to try to uh, play it a whole bunch to get this effect and if you're really trying to combo it to kill them that means you're gonna have to make sure their board is clear and just it feels really conditional and i don't know where
0: we're gonna be playing it right now um i actually gave it a three i think i mean i think it's a lot more possible than you might think at first glance just because i mean look at what we have and like we have all these cheap spells right now that still do quite a bit um and we have the uh the honorable kill spell that reduces the cost of your cards in your hand by one you have mana biscuit like it feels like there's a lot of different options here so i think this is i think this can be a very solid one so I like it. I
2: like yeah, it as a 3. I, I'm with you, Dragon Rider. I gave it a 2. I, I just notoriously get burned by looking at, at big mage legendaries like this, thinking, oh, these are going to be fantastic. I could see how I could see a world where this works and then they never work. It just it it I I don't know what combination of this card and cheap spells your deck is going to have, and and like, is this the win condition? Is this kind of a secondary win condition? I I I I don't see. I I can't visualize what the deck would look like that this card is in, and what and what that would look like. So I I am skeptical. So I gave it a two. Maybe maybe there will be a way that it'll it'll work out.
1: Yeah, I. I like I see Daring's point, but I think uh, for me, like Mizaki just does that better. So maybe once we don't have Mizaki, uh, then then this can be something. Uh, but going into our rare spell, we have a deep breath. It's a five mana fire spell, deal one damage to a minion and its neighbors, and it's improved by the number of other spells in your hand. So I don't believe it counts this one because it specifically says other spells in your hand. Um, and I, I originally rated it a three, but honestly, like, this might... I, I might actually just... I'm going to do that. I'm going to put this as a one. I just really don't Whoa. like this card a lot. Yeah. I just... it's It seems so slow and clunky, and I guess you have to run a lot of spells if you really want to do that, but... Right now we're also running fire sale in mage, which I just think is better. So I don't know. That's not a good one for me.
0: Uh, I have this on four. (laughs) Like it, like I get like, I think this goes in a lot of different mage decks that we have access to right now. It does. In my opinion, it does a lot. It, um, yeah I mean you're going to have probably multiple spells in your hand at any given moment so I feel like this just uh is a it can be a heavy hitter and low investment for you to to do something like this to do a, a like a giant board clear so I think it's really good personally so I gave it a 4
2: I gave it I would give this a like a strong two to almost a three I think is where I'm at I I do think that it just it, it seems like it's easy to get multiple you know three four five damage to to three minions with this I don't know if I in spite of that I'm not sure I want to pay five mana to do that is it, my biggest thing with it and that that's the part I'm not sure about I I definitely think that like there's some issues with AOE in mage right now that there's not great options like you have certain options but there are you know maybe you'd like some different options and so this could be that I just don't know if I want to pay five mana for that 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 that's my only thing so I'm giving it a two but I could very easily see this a three at some point while it's in standard.
1: I think that's the one that like we've had the most varied uh ratings on so far.
2: I'm surprised you went from a three all the way down to a one though. That was that yeah. was I'm just uh, I'm just I'm
0: like a... it's easily it can easily be a flame strike on turn four. Like it can easily be a flame strike on turn four.
2: Like that's what I'm talking to three, about. Three to three minions or
0: yeah, you know, so, it's gonna yeah, hit three. Yeah, minions. it's not clearing
1: the whole board if there's a I, board. I
0: know, but it feels it feels like this is impactful at the right time for mage. I could be wrong on that. that. I sense. could be overvaluing that, but to me, it, like f- you know, fire sale is a good one. It does something, but like those times when it doesn't, it feels really bad, and so like. This seems interesting to me, so maybe I'm overvaluing it. So I could be wrong on that as well.
2: No, if you're if you're going big to try and get around Fire Cell by putting four and five health minions out, and then you run right smack dab into this, you're going to feel terrible. So I, I definitely <laughs> yeah. could see how that would be. This the, I could see how this would be good.
1: Yeah. All right. Our last mage card is a common. It is a 10 mana fire spell called Drake Fire Amulet. It's tradable and says discover two dragons, summon them. Uh, I gave it a two, uh, maybe you're pulling this in like a a big spell type mage or something. Um I, I don't know, like the a lot of people are bringing up the, the tradable thing or if you can combo this with like that uh that tower card that pulls the you know, high cost card or Yeah, high cost spell out of your deck. Sure? But also, I don't know if we have like the best dragons to be hoping that it just gives you good dragons and I don't know. I'm just I'm not completely sold on it.
0: Yeah, I have it as a two as well. I just I mean, you're not going to be upset when it gets cast by Runes of the Archmage, but like I I think that's probably uh, the only time you're actually going to see it. <laughs> it's just... It does not feel good, in my opinion. Because there's so many misses and dragons, so... Yeah, I see it as a 2.
2: I gave this a 2 as well. I think what... it does, I think the tradable aspect actually does give it... Uh, it, it is nice, because the fact that you know, the one of the most difficult part about having, like, big spells in your deck is the fact that they just sit in your hand forever, not being able to do anything. And so this you could trade back into your deck until such a point where you could actually use it. I, I still think you probably run on run, Runes of the Archmage more than this. So, like, if you're you're playing Clumsy Courier or whatever, that's the card you want to play. You want it to hit on, not necessarily this. Um because you might end up with a 412 dragon and those aren't, aren't aren't as impactful as you know maybe a eight or, or 12 attack thing. And, and I think if you're paying 10 mana that's that's the kind of uh, attack in minions that you'd want to see. So I gave this a 2 as well.
0: Okay, moving on to Paladin. we have a rare minion, a two mana 1 three battle vicar. Uh, better cry discover a holy spell i gave this a two I, I i just think like right now and this could get better when the pool is smaller but like paladin you put the holy spells you want in your deck there's not like i don't know it doesn't feel like there's a lot that is like super situational that you want to take this card maybe you could high roll into another you know Libram of Wisdom, you know, or Justice, or Hope, or whatever. So, I don't know. It's a two mana, one three.
2: Yeah. I gave it a two. I gave, I gave it a three. I actually kind of like the card. I think that it's a, a a solid card that allows you to to buff it uh, with with some of the buffs that that Paladin has. And this, I think, I think the fact that it discovers a holy spell as opposed to just discovering a spell means that means that the pool in which you're pulling from is going to be a little bit higher quality, and so then you have the option of picking you know something that can help you for this particular matchup. I mean, people are playing like Pandaren Importer, and, and like that that card is not, you know, is is pretty comparable but i think that i think the quality of the card that you'll get discover off this will end up being better than like the pandaren importer because you can get something that's already in your deck uh or you might get something useful that you couldn't fit into the deck so uh, i i i would try running this card if i was playing paladin
1: i gave it a three as well i kind of like it i do like the holy spell thing uh but i will put the little caveat on i don't know if I like it right now while Librams are still holy spells. <laughs> I think once rotation happens and the holy spell like the the Librams aren't there. Maybe if you put this into Libram paladin and you can discover another one, sure. But I think uh I probably will like it a little bit more after rotation.
2: So you're saying once the holy spells are cleansed uh of <laughs> yes. Librams, you'll be you'll be happy with uh with it a little bit better gotcha
1: that's right okay. I, I love paladin it's one of my favorite classes but i just i have not been thrilled with this librum paladin world we've been living in i'm ready for it to end
2: <laughs> that's
0: fair okay then we have ring of courage two mana spell no school it is tradable uh, give a minion plus one plus one repeat for each enemy minion two mana decent buff um I think it's interesting it's kind of a comeback uh probably goes really well on blade master Samuro so I gave this a three so it seems like a solid buff that has some uh major applications in paladin so I like
2: it I had not considered it in blade man. Blade with Blade Master Samuro—that's kind of disgusting, actually. In, in addition to the fact that you know, it uh, already does some pretty disgusting things. I only gave this a two. I—it it depends on how good your opponent's board is, and if they're not necessarily playing minions like Quest Hunter or something like that. This could—this could just kind of sit uh, in your hand, or you know, you'd have to spend a mana to trade it, which. You know, obviously isn't the worst thing in the world because you have that flexibility. But I don't know. I think I think there's probably something I'd rather do instead of that. So I, I'm i giving this a two right now.
1: All right. So reading and understanding how cards function is very important. And I will tell you why. When I first read this card, I thought you had to replay it for each of the enemy minions. And I was like, wow, that's garbage. Why do I like, <laughs> if they have five minions, I have to spend 10 mana to play this? Like, that's bad. Uh, yeah, that's that's not how that works. You just get the plus whatever, plus whatever. So if they have five minions, you just get plus five, plus five. Yeah, I, I really like this one. I gave it a four. Uh, I originally had it as a one when I didn't understand <laughs> how it worked. But yeah, I really like this one. Um." I think there's also just like, I think there's a lot of ways you can use it. Um, Blade Master Samuro there, the card we're about to talk about, I think would love this. Satan would love this. Um, even using this and then playing the, uh, the like parrots bird that, you know, pl- replays the last uh, spell that you played. That would be pretty cool. Um, I think there's a lot of cases for it. And I I want to, mess around with this one i'm just i'm not i'm not sure where it goes yet but i like it a lot
0: okay then we have Stormwind avenger uh three mana one five uh after you cast this after you cast a spell on this minion it gains plus two attack what does Paladin like to do? <laughs> Likes to buff minions. It's got a one five body on it, so it's durable for a three drop. Um, I give this a three. It seems like a really solid three drop that you're going to buff up and move it up. So yeah, I think it's good. I think it's a three.
2: Look at the The, thi- the only thing I worry about with this card is: is there room for it? And like I. I have a hard time believing that you're not playing Bannerman when you're playing Paladin right now. And so how much how many more spots do you have? Uh, like, this is a great card to get Bannerman, to, so that it's a 2-6 starting with starting out and buffing even more. So I, I this the stat line makes it interesting. And but I gave this a two. I don't know if it's too slow. Like like I you know, yeah, it has to survive in order to get buffs put on it and that sort of thing. But if it does survive, you're you're going to wreck, wreck some people with it.
1: Yeah, I gave it a two as well. Um, I, I will say, I think right now with Librams, especially Libram of Wisdom, this might even be like a four. Because that, that's just repetitive buffs like that for very cheap or nothing seems really nutty uh but overall i think it's a two uh i played it earlier and i ended up getting it to like a nine seven and that felt so sweet uh and then my priest opponent just played their like shard of the naru thing and silenced my board and i was like oh well (laughs) now it's a lot less good that that's sad so uh if that's the thing that we're especially going to be seeing more yeah i don't think this is going to i don't think this is gonna make it and just being a one five like mm, it's not great yeah
2: well let's move on to priest we've got a another legendary minion the only other class legendary in the set mida pure light it is a six mana four attack six health minion with Divine Shield and Lifesteal, and a Death Rattle that reads Shuffle a Fragment into your deck that resummons Mida when drawn. So that's kind of cool. Um, it's, it's a fairly decent sized body, though I feel like Six Cost is, is a spot that is sitting pretty good with Priest right now. Um, it does potentially work with the amulet and with the Zorella hero card. So I feel like some people are definitely going to play it. If it had taunt this thing would be ridiculously good, but it doesn't. so you don't have to hit into it. So I don't know how good it actually is. I'm gonna give this a a, a strong two almost so almost a three, but not quite. uh well i'm I'm definitely open to hearing. Reasons why it's better than that, though. Uh,
1: So I gave it a three. Um, I I think it seems pretty good. After now, okay, we all know how reliable day one metas are for, you know, (laughs) for talking about cards. But if I had to base my opinion on just day one meta, this needs a nerf. I did not like playing (laughs) against
0: this.
1: (laughs) Okay. So uh, I was tired of seeing this and seeing boards of this. That was disgusting. I don't like it. Then a bunch gets replayed when you play Zyrella, the hero card. It was, I was not having it. Um, But maybe there's like more AOE things or something that people start playing to tech in against it. Maybe it's just not going to be as good um, or people just maybe find ways to win without killing those off um which is fine but i i'm going to stick with my 3 but we do have a priest main i'm i want to see what he thinks about this
0: <laughs> when when have i been a priest main where's this coming from <laughs> since always <laughs> um i gave i gave this a 4 i just i think this synergizes everything that priest wants and has access to right now this seems like a pretty um safe inclusion in a lot of priest decks just because A, it's lifesteal, divine shield, you have to silence it to get rid of it. Um yeah, it just, it just seems good, and then you have Zyrella to bring it back, you have amulets, like it's just there's a lot that priest is already doing that this card just synergizes with. So I think it's really powerful out the gate. So yep, I give it a four.
2: Yeah. I did not realize that priests needed their own version of Waxadrad. That was the card I was thinking of. I'm like, this death rattle reminds me of something, and it's Waxedrad was the was the rogue card that put a candle into your deck and then when you drew it you resummoned Waxadrad. So that that's but if Waxed had Divine Shield and Wifesteal, that probably would have really sucked. So, I uh, mean, let, Priest did need that. So, thank yeah, you very much. Yeah, pro- pro- probably. Light Maw Nether Drake is a four mana rare dragon with four attack and four health, and a battle cry that reads If you're holding a holy spell and a shadow spell, deal three damage to all other minions. We've seen. Priest has had this card before. Uh, And now I'm drawing a blank as to what it was called.
1: Duskbreaker.
2: Duskbreaker, yes. Duskbreaker. That was a fantastic card. All you had to do was have a dragon and it would do three damage to the entire board. This, you do have to have two spells. Two spells that you're, you know, you're running holy and shadow spells as Priest. So I don't think this is going to be all that difficult to get the, the AoE. And that just wrecked people. The, that three damage for four mana to everything else on the board wrecked people. And yes, it's been a little while since Duskbreaker was, was yeah, since we see it. And maybe, maybe the power level isn't quite where it was when Duskbreaker was in its heyday. But I, I have a hard time believing this isn't going to be really good. I gave this a four. I think it's one of the only cards I gave a four in this set.
1: Um, I was not as impressed with it. Um, I'm going with a three. I still think it's really good. uh, But I'm just not sure. Like, I, I feel like there's already a lot of other removal stuff. I saw this a little bit being played, but I don't know. I- I'm not really sure. I don't play a lot of priests, so I'm not really sure how I feel on it. Maybe this is one that gets a little better after rotation again once some of those... Uh, Other resources and stuff rotate out, but I I think it's good still.
0: Uh, I gave it a two. I don't think this is good. Like, it just... Asking to have um, a holy and a shadow spell in your hand to get a 4-4 to do something... like it's one thing to say have a dragon or have a holy spell but you need two different spells it just does not feel good to me so i i personally i'm giving this a um
2: i'm giving it a two i could very well be wrong and i will be happy if i'm wrong because that like i said Duskbreaker was really freaking good horn of ratheon is a three mana common spell that says draw a minion if it's a dragon summon two two one whelps with rush okay uh three mana draw a card and you might get some some whelps with rush that that seems okay uh i don't know what that I would say that that's great or that I'm running to put this into a deck though. I am not, you know, the priest main that some people are. So, uh, I gave this a two. Maybe, maybe it's better than that, but seems okay.
1: I'm giving it a two, uh, but I, I will preface this. I don't think honestly that this is going to see play unless maybe it's discovered right now until rotation. I think there, there might be some like dragon priest that comes after rotation or something. If we get some sort of dragon priest thing, cool. But like right now, I just I, yeah, I don't think this is what priest wants to do with three mana.
0: Yes, I also gave I also gave this a a two. I just don't, I, I don't think you're running enough dragons to make this worthwhile, and you already have a card that allows you to do, you know, summon a minion right now and it's better than this. We'll see what it looks like after rotation in the new set, but right now it doesn't feel good.
2: Okay. Yep. So, yep. With,
1: yep. with the yes. rogue. <laughs> Alright. Here we go. Rogue cards. Are you ready to be sad? Okay. First card. A rare spell. Eight mana smokescreen sounds cool draw five cards trigger any death rattles drawn dang I gave this a one I am so sad by this card I thought it was going to be like so excited but or so exciting but I'm not impressed it seems super expensive it seems too situational to draw death rattles within those cards and just yeah, I don't like it
0: yeah, I have it as a 2 cuz it does draw cards, but I I mean, it feels like a 1. It's just way too expensive and are you really It just doesn't feel like you're going to actually do anything with this. It just it feels like way too expensive to draw when Rogue feels like what do they want to do? They want to efficiently draw and this is this is not efficient in the least. So, yeah.
2: So I gave this a one. I, I don't particularly like it either. I mean, yeah, you're drawing five cards, but I what death rattles do you want to draw and trigger the effects on? I'm not entirely sure. I did watch J. Alexander today. He was playing a big rogue with this and was winning a few games, but also at the same time, like he was playing this on turn four or turn five because he was using uh, the shark that was giving him coins. Mm-hmm. And like he was creating some pretty big boards and people were still removing them. so I, I don't know how good this is actually going to actually be in in practice. Not at all. <laughs> yeah. Pro- yeah, probably not.
1: Yeah. Well, our next one, I think, is definitely going to see some more play. It is SI7 Smuggler. A three-mana one-three battle cry. Summon a random minion with cost equal to the amount of SI7 cards you've played this game. I gave it a three. I think it's pretty solid. I don't think it's, like, super over-the-top impressive, super strong. I think On average, you're probably going to get, like, a four, five, maybe six cost, uh, depending on when you play it. But just getting an extra body for the things you're already doing anyways and it helps progress your quest in quest rogue so seems solid enough it's a 3
0: uh i almost gave this a 1 i think this is bad i think it's just too you don't even get to pick it i i don't know it just it's a 1 3 that could potentially summon something that doesn't do anything so i don't know i just, i just don't see it so yeah, I gave this a one. <laughs> yeah,
2: it, this okay. is a, this is at least a three. Uh, quest Rogue needs another SI card that costs less than four mana. This is a a this is the card for that. It it does actually a pretty good job. The fact that it can potentially create some high roll situations, that some additional minions that your opponent wasn't necessarily expecting to deal with. Uh means maybe additional battle master targets and that sort of thing. And as of right now, at least the first day one, it does count itself as as a SI7 played card. So if you play this on turn three, you will get a one-cost minion in addition to this. Or if you've played uh like, you know extortion and then you play this you'd get you'd get a two cost minion so uh, it is random you don't necessarily get high high rolls every time but i think just the additional minions i think it's going to be worth it and you're going to kick out some kind of clunkiest clunky cards that were in quest rogue because it had it didn't have that twenty sixth, 27th 28th you know those last four cards were kind of up in the air um, and and the fact that this progresses your quest is just, it's really important. So I, I like this card a lot. I think it's going to be pretty powerful.
1: All right. And our last card is another common. It is Tooth of Nefarian, a three mana spell. Deal three damage, honorable kill, discover a spell from another class. I give it a two. Uh, I think this is probably also another one where Maybe after rotation we might see this, but I think right now there's other options for Rogue to deal three damage that's a bit better. Uh, the The Honorable Kill feels like a little bit too much of a, like, just a random aspect for getting that Honorable Kill. And I think a lot of the Rogue decks want to send that damage face over killing a minion, so, eh.
0: Yeah, I gave it a three just because I think it's gonna have more potential after the rotation. Also, it's just three damage, so that can be ship face. So I kind of have a hard time rating that lower than uh, a three in rogue when you can prep or cutter butter or um, you know scabs it. Like, feels like regardless, just putting damage in the hands of rogues is always gonna. Lead to some trouble
2: for the non-rogues. <laughs> well, I don't get this. I don't. I, I really don't get this card. I, I don't get why it costs three mana. I mean, you, because it goes face? Is that why it costs three mana? Because we've seen other classes get pay two mana to do three damage. Is it because it's an honorable kill and you could discover a card? Uh, I, either way, I don't want to pay an additional mana for this. So it's. It doesn't it doesn't make sense. I think specifically the fact that you have to honorable kill to get the other card is is a bit ridiculous as well. Um so I just, I just don't see where this goes. I gave I gave it a 2, but I almost gave it a 1.
0: Okay, then we move to shaman. And we have first up bracing cold, two mana frost spell restore 5 health to your hero reduce the co- uh, reduce the cost of a random spell in your hand by 2 I give this a 3 this feels like um a very solid tool for shaman cuz it's going to heal you um and I feel like shaman kind of has a little bit of heal, you know, fringy, but this is a nice one that is basically free because you're going to roll that discount over. So I think that's a pretty solid card. So I give it a three.
1: I think uh, this is probably my favorite card from this mini set. I absolutely love this card. I gave it a four, but I really kind of even want to give it a five. Like, I think this is super good. We've seen similar effects in Druid with uh, like Lunar Eclipse. And that has worked out so well. I think you can use the frost aspect of it, of this card for so many things. Uh, Healing seems great. It's cost is cheap enough. You can do it with other stuff. Like I, I just absolutely love this card. I can't wait to do some testing with it.
2: Probably not quite to where you're at, but you're, you're making a convincing case dragon rider as to why this is such a good card. I, I, I have it as a two right now, but I think get, given the makeup of, of how some of the current shaman decks work, I could definitely see this card being very impactful. In, re, even right now in a six set, uh, meta and, and probably even more so once, once we're back down to four. So I, I'm probably underestimating it by giving it, by giving it a two, but I, 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 I'll be happy to be wrong when I, when I am you, cause cause yeah, you're, you're making a good case for it.
0: Okay. Then we have some really good advice. Don't stand in the fire. <laughs> it is a five man, fire spell deal. 10 damage randomly split among all enemy minions. Uh, so and it's overload one. Wow. Wow. This is very, this reminds me of a volcano. Uh, was it volcano or was it eruption? Vol- volcano. volcano. Yeah, this seems really, really solid. But like, I like playing more slow, controlling decks. So this like stands out to me like a sore thumb. So I gave this a four. I think this is a phenomenal clear that goes uh, very well in shaman. So yeah, I like this a lot. It's a big, big, uh, big a lot of damage to the board. So four
1: i gave it a three uh i mean i i think even i wouldn't even say quest shaman is like a controlly type deck but i think even quest shaman would be fine playing this too like there's there's so many cases i can see for it it seems reasonable like maybe slightly expensive but also like 10 damage for so many answers is pretty good and you can improve it with uh, like spell spell damage um so yeah i i think it's a pretty solid card all around it's the three
2: when i saw this i thought of full-blown evil in warlock and how difficult that is to kind of play around and this isn't quite as flexible as that is but it's still just as difficult as as uh as that card is to play around so I, I I like the card. I think it's going to be a good card. I think it's going to be a pain in the butt to try and play around. Um, so I gave I gave it a, th- a a solid three, but it's there's going to be points where it might even be better than that.
0: Okay, and finally we have Spirit Mount. It is a two minute spell. Give a minion plus one, plus two, and spell damage plus one. When it dies, summon a Spirit Raptor. This performs like other mount cards in the past, so it'll be a 1-2 with plus-1 spell damage. So, I think this is pretty solid. It's a fair buff. It's spell damage, so I gave it a 3. And it leaves behind a 1-2 spell damage, so I think it's a 3.
1: Yeah, I also gave it a 3. I think it's solid all around. It's like... Uh, you're getting some good stats and good stuff for the mana cost. Uh, it's going to have to be silenced if, you know, your opponent doesn't want to give you the the second half of that. And like, especially if they're trying to not leave you with spell damage. Um, I, yeah, I like it.
2: I only gave it a two only because uh, I'm not entirely sure if, like, if the buff is worth it, you know, maybe maybe it's just you play this because you want to do the spell damage and get an additional minion death rattled that has spell damage. That 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 might be the reason to run this. But I, I don't know if how effective the actual buff itself is going to be. So I, I gave this a two. I, I don't know that I'm necessarily wanting to, to jump right out and play this card.
0: Okay, moving on to warlock, mage.
2: Yes, warlock. We have uh, Curse of Agony is the one-mana rare shadow spell that says shuffle three agonies into your opponent's deck. They deal fatigue damage when drawn. If your opponent's drawing a lot of cards, this seems good. If they're not, this seems entirely, <laughs> entirely less good. Um, I don't tend to like to want to have to worry about how my, car, my opponent is drawing, so I don't know how good this actually is. I think there are better ways to, to kill your opponent right now in Warlock than that. So I gave this only a 2, but from a flavor standpoint, this seems pretty awesome.
1: Uh, I gave it a three. Originally, <laughs> I had this as a four, just because it was like, this seems cool. I want to make my opponent take extra damage. But, yeah, it's not quite as good. It might even be a two. Um, I wish there were ways, at least in standard. There's not right now. to so actually, like, force your opponent to draw extra cards. Um, like that Murloc that we used to have that's in Wild now, where You play it and both players draw Oracle. two cards. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like something like that with this could be pretty cool if you were like forcing your opponent's draws and stuff with it, uh, but yeah, if they're doing things that like aren't drawing through their deck super fast or something, like meh, it feels pretty lackluster.
0: Yeah, I gave it a two. It's a gimmick. I don't think a, a gimmick that you can't control. I don't know. There's still the, pri- the ticket muncher, whatever the card is, the murloc that makes both c- players draw a card. But, yeah.
2: I don't, I don't think that's enough to make me want to run this
0: <laughs> Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I give it a 2. Uh,
2: next up is Imp Festation, a 6-mana fell spell that says summon a 3-3 dread imp to attack each enemy minion. So it some summons three threes and then they attack immediately. Is that? Am I reading that reading that correctly?
0: It's like Soul Mirror with imps. Okay, <laughs> yeah.
2: Soul Mirror with imps. Soul Mirror is much better than this card. I'll 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 say that just.
0: And how?
2: <laughs> I'll just say that and uh, yeah. Those are slightly bigger imps than like your standard flame imp or something. But I don't, I don't know how much good this is actually going to do unless you're going up against the token deck, in which case, you know, what are the odds of that? So I gave this a two. I don't, I don't think it's going to see much play at all.
1: I'm being generous and giving it a two. Like, I honestly feel like I could just give this a one and be perfectly happy. I think if you're against an aggressive deck, then sure, your three threes are clearing the board, but this is slow if you're against a pretty aggressive deck. Some of the other decks that are super aggressive, you might be dying on turn 6 before you can even play this. And if you're against a more slow deck, then eh, they're probably going to have bodies on the board that are bigger than 3-3, three three, and then these just kind of attack in and don't clear anyways. So, like, eh, no.
2: Did you have anything to add to that, Daring?
0: I am on fire tonight. I keep clicking the other area in my unmute, uh, and it takes me to a different screen, and I have to scroll back down. Damn Windows 11. I apologize. Um, I I gave it... Um, I don't think so, in all honesty. We're talking... I, I, I just got frustrated. I lost my train of thought. Are we in the Deathwing, the spawn of Deathwing? No. no, no, we're just looking up the infestation. No, nothing you know, else to add. I apologize. I've had that happen like six times tonight. So I apologize.
2: <laughs> Spawn of Deathwing is the final warlock card. It is a five mana six attack, six health dragon with really cute artwork. And a battle cry that reads, destroy a random enemy minion, discard the a random card. Five oh. mana six six? Eh. It's okay, destroying a random mi- enemy minion. You can kind of curate that so that ends up being to your benefit. Discarding a random card, eh? Again, you can maybe try and set up your hands so that that's not that devastating. All of this is to say, there's a lot you that where this could be okay, but I don't, I don't know, I don't think it's actually going to see much play. It just. I think the artwork's the best part of this card. I gave it a 2.
1: <laughs> yeah, I agree. I'm also giving it a 2. I think, especially for removal options, there's much better removal in Warlock than than this.
0: Yeah, I like it as a 2. It, the art is literally the best part of this card. I, I was tempted to give it a 1, but I was like, eh, I mean, at least it removes a minion. So I, I left it at 2.
2: All right, jump us into warrior there, Dragon Rider.
1: Okay, Warrior, we've got a rare spell, shoulder check. It is one mana, tradable, and give a minion plus two, plus one, and rush. Uh I I'm going with a three here for this. I think this seems pretty great. The tradable, I think, makes it better. Uh, right now though, I think I've seen a lot of talk about, uh, the decks that this would go in. And I think the decks that, uh, would probably want to play this right now, honestly, play provoke over this for zero cost and you still get the tradable, uh, and the two, one may not really be as impactful. So I'm, I'm not sure how I feel on it yet. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's okay, but maybe it's not as great as I think.
0: So I gave it a three. I think this does well in actually Pirate Warrior. Like, I think this is a good addition to Pirate Warrior because it gives you the ability to swing boards early on, and it allows you to, you know, get favorable trades, which is one of the things, that one of the ways that deck stays ahead is taking trades, and if you're able to get a favorable trade, or even cycle it, and just get a better uh, get a better minion, or get a better pirate, you know, finish to get something that you know fits in your mana to complete the quest. I think this is a three.
2: Well, I like I like the card. I just don't necessarily think even if it ends up being that kind of card for something like pirate warrior that it's going to be very impactful um i think it's just going to be a a a solid card that i think you might end up looking to possibly upgrade when when new cards come out so i gave this a two i think i think in a in a small set meta like a four set meta i think this card could definitely see some play and and could it could help you win games but i i think as the as we get more and more cards i think this is a card that seems less and less great
1: all right next we have hit it very hard a one mana common spell gain plus 10 attack and can't attack heroes this turn um so i already had this rated at a 1 cuz i just i don't quite understand it but for some reason, I also thought you could, like, put this on a minion until I saw an opponent on ladder today play it and it it gives, it gives your hero plus 10 attack and you can't attack heroes. And I was like, uh, yeah, if, if I could score this a zero, maybe I would. I really don't like this
0: card. I have it as a three. It's a control tool. That, i mean that's what it is it just it is deal ten damage to a minion so like that's what i like about it i think it's a very um it's an interesting card too it it just it makes it it gives you it makes things very flexible you don't have to have a weapon equipped you can you can just play it from hand and clear something so um also, it, it it enables a you know um, cutting classes right now, so um, I think this should have the subtitle uh, hit it very fast uh, under under it as well. So
2: I gave this a three as well. I it's it's one mana kill something and um, you know kill, kill a minion and. I didn't even realize that it would allow you to play a zero mana cutting class. So that's that's an extra feather in its gap. I, you're definitely, if you're playing any level of control as warrior, you're probably playing this card.
0: Also, I just was curious. I looked at the collection manager. The The flavor text is and very fast.
1: <laughs> okay, but... Yep. All right. Our last warrior card is... A uh, common minion is a Nixian Drake, a four mana four five dragon. Taunt and battle cry deal damage equal to your armor to an enemy minion. Um, I'm giving this a three. I think it's it's okay. I'm not sure if Warrior wants to play it right now, but maybe there's something in the future that this can uh, combo with. Um, but it, like, I don't think it's the worst thing.
0: Um, I like this as a three. I was tempted to go a little bit higher because this is a shield slam on a four or five body. That's what this is. This is a shield slam that comes with a body. Um, I, I think, I don't think it's goes in like every warrior deck. Uh, otherwise I would have rated it higher, but I think it's a solid inclusion in a couple different warrior decks, you know, big warrior or whatever kind of like that, the, uh, that OTK warrior that's going around, this will this will slot in because they gain armor. And that buckler, the frozen buckler, you know, gain 10 armor for two mana. Suddenly you have six mana, deal 10 to a minion, and you have a four or five left over when all said and done. So, yeah, I like this as a three.
2: The fact that the minion, the four or five minion has taunt as well is just this is a really, really good control card. It just, I, I have a hard time believing you're going to play a control warrior deck and not include this card because, yeah, it's shield slam on a body that has taunt, and and you're not you're not over overpaying for it either. You're not paying a penalty for the shield slam part of it. You're not paying for the taunt part of it. It's it's just a really solidly good card. It's a it's a three to me, and it's probably. In the decks that it's going to be in, it's going to be really good, I think.
0: All right. Excuse me. Oh, man. We are moving on to neutrals, So let's just do a speed round here and start with Kazak-a-song. Uh Then eight mana dragon, eight, eight. Battlecry, if all minions in your deck are dragons, craft a custom deck of treasures. So... Uh, do we, I didn't look into this, but do we know how many cards it, does it replace your deck one-to-one? It's, uh, it,
1: no, it, it's, I can't remember the name of that old does
2: ten? It does, like, it's like Feliciana uh, yeah, yeah, ten yeah. cards. Yep, ten cards. You pick, f- five, yeah, and two five cards. treasures, okay. and you, yeah. yeah. So it's
0: Archivist of but you have to have all dragons in your deck, so.
2: Or have nothing, nothing. in your deck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. um,
1: yeah. And they are the duels treasures.
0: Yeah, not curious. all dual treasures, but they're right. th- That's where they're pulling a, a them subset
2: from. of them. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Um, interesting. I gave this a three. I think this is an interesting card. I don't know how widespread and good. You have to ba- basically build for this. Um. So yeah, I see it as a three. Uh,
2: I think, I, I think that this. Oh, I was gonna. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. I was just gonna say I think that this is the card in this set that most people are going to want to play and try and see see how it works. So there's going to be a lot of expect uh, experimentation with this early on and the the question is is whether or not there's it's going to be good enough to see play after people you know start moving on to other things the the treasures I think are there's a lot of removal in those treasures. There's not a lot of minion generation necessarily. And so, you know, I, I, I'm not sure how good a custom deck of treasures actually is. And so that's going to be the big key as to whether or not this card sees, sees extended play. But I mean, it looks awesome. The flavor of it, what it does, I think is really interesting. I think it's going to see a lot of play initially. I think I, uh, all told I think it's a three. I think there's gonna be one or two classes that, that it makes sense in that maybe have a subset of dragons that it makes sense to do in to, to to that this can can then slot in into without much issue. Um and and that's that that's what I expect from this card.
1: Yep, I have it as a three as well. I mean a lot of the same reasons I think right now, probably the first few days everyone's gonna be wanting to play it because it's a cool card it's a cool effect everyone wants to see what these dual you know what the treasures are and and there's just gonna be shenanigans like i had a game earlier i'm, I'm gonna to need to like clip it because it was just so ridiculous uh there's a there actually ends up from what i've seen so far today feeling like a lot of uh board generation so really? it's yeah it, it's pretty interesting um uh, i again though i agree with you i don't know how long it gonna last and I think ultimately it's probably gonna be more like the Elysiana where it probably ends up in like probably two decks or something or is kind of a very specific use card but yeah it's fine
0: okay then we have raid boss Anixia, 10 mana 8 8 dragon rush immune while you control whelp battle cry, summon 6 whelps with rush Um, I think this is a solid three. It gets to, it gets to attack, um, in most circumstances and be alive at full health and the whelps get to clean up the board too. If, um, or have like, I, I played a, like a few games, I saw this and it seems like a solid, I'm not overly impressed with it. I just think it's a solid three card.
1: Um, yeah, I gave it a three as well for me. The 10 mana is kind of the big question mark. I mean, it is really strong and I did see, uh, several people like play it. And then there was this eight, eight immune thing, like attacking into one of my minions. And then I was sad, but, uh, I, I don't, it's their whole turn.
0: Yeah. It's their whole turn. Yeah.
1: I, I think the only case where you can do more with it is in a guff deck where you have more mana than that. Um, Agreed.
2: Yeah. Okay. The, the ten mana is the thing that I worry about as well. It obviously can do a lot uh, the turn it plays, so it does have that going for it because you need it to do a lot usually if you're going to pay your entire mana uh, in order to, in order to play this. Uh, I'm just not sure. I'm just not sure how many classes are going to have the time or be able to do this. Um, so I, I gave it a two. Um, I'd like to see the card get more play than that. I maybe maybe it ends up like Kazakistan where it it, it it may it finds a home in one or two decks and then it just sort of that's where it ends up being from now. You know while it's in standard.
0: Okay, so then we move on to Whelp Bonker. <laughs> it's a three mana one five, frenzy and honorable kill. Draw a card. Um, I gave this a three like this seems like it's likely it's going to draw a card so it's a three mana one five that draws a card it has the upside of potentially drawing another card I don't know what decks it fits into but it at least draws one card so a three mana one five that draws a card seems okay I don't know. I could be convinced of it being a two, but like, as I'm talking, I'm like, uh, maybe not, but I'm sticking with a 30.
1: Yeah. But I, I bounced between a two and a three as well. I ended up on three, uh, probably just because I, I want this card to be cool. I think, especially cause the artwork is just like so funny. Um, you can potentially get, I mean, you're, you're getting at least one draw very likely off of it it feels very likely that you're going to get wonder off of the frenzy honorable kill might not be as good um but i i kind of wonder if this is one that we're going to see after rotation in some more aggressive decks um or even like tokeny style either demon hunters or face hunters um in a similar fashion where we saw voracious reader that's kind of my thinking
2: I I ended up on the two side of things. I just don't see the Honorable Kill getting me a card very often unless I'm facing off against Hunter or Token Demon Hunter. I just don't know how often you're going to get that second card. And so three mana, one five draw card just didn't seem like it does enough for me. So I I gave it a two.
0: Okay. Then we move to Gear Grubber. Uh, It's a four mana... Four or five with taunt. If you end your turn with any unspent mana, reduce this card's cost by one. I, I don't know. I, I feel like it's a two because that it's encouraging you not to play efficiently, essentially. Saying, like, oh, don't spend your mana and you'll get this cheaper every time. It was like I can see this being almost useful. I don't know. I, I, I stuck with the two.
1: Yeah, I I just went straight for the one. I just was like, nah, eh, I don't like this card very much. Uh, Like, maybe, maybe there's one deck at some point that wants to use this because of the taunt, and you can get a cheap taunt or something or other, but I just don't see it right now. I I think if you're gonna go that route, like, you're doing it for a very specific reason, and not it's not this.
2: I gave it a 2 just because it had taunt. It's a yeti with taunt, which I think, you know, maybe there's scenarios where that that is important, but yeah, I I don't like this this card text. I I don't see worlds where where that gets all that much cheaper and and so I don't I I don't want to play inefficiently with my mana if I can help it. Um so so yeah, I don't I don't see where this sees play. Alright,
0: and final card, a Nixian Warden. It's a 5 mana, 3 6 dragon. Battlecry, if you're holding a dragon, summon two. uh, If you're holding a dragon, summon two 2 1 whelps with Rush. Uh, Okay, like, I think this is a 2 as well. Like, it's a situational card. Like, it's a 3 6 for 5, and the upside doesn't seem that good. So, I gave it a two.
1: It might be a two, but I'm giving it a three because I am sticking out hope for a dragon deck and kind of like thinking back on Dragon Priest, Dragon Paladin that we've had in the past. They're kind of tempo style, mid range kind of decks where you just want to get value every turn or get some sort of effect and. I I can definitely see this being slotted into a deck like that, so I don't mind it.
2: Dragon Warrior, another, another class that had a deck that, that this sort of card would have fit in really well with it. I, I give this a 2. Uh, it definitely, you need to be running a Dragon deck, but I actually think it's a, 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 a solid... Card in a dragon deck. I mean, I think the fact that you get the the whelps that have rush, I think, is is can could be very impactful while putting down a three six minion that isn't going to be all that easy to get rid of at at that point in the game if you're playing it on or around turn five.
0: Okay, we're done. That was it. Woo. <clears throat> did we you. just win
2: Vandar again what
0: no i hope so i hope so why did we win him in... oh no i'm not gonna even get into that so let's go to the poll question and wrap up real quick because we're we're approaching two hours real quick
2: yes what class do you think got the best set of cards in Anixia's lair so we just went through all the classes let us know your three options uh of classes that we listed hunter priest and warrior there's also going to be an other so if they if you don't think it's one of those three please check that other and reply and tell us which class you think it is and we will share the results on next week's show speaking of the
0: show you can find us on twitter at dr3hs you can email us at dr3hs at gmail.com uh, to join our Discord, follow our top pin tweets. And you can find myself at Daring Alkaline on Twitter and twitch.tv forward slash Daring Alkaline
1: You can find me on Twitter at Donnie DK, that's D A W N I E D K. Uh, on Twitch and my Hearthstone YouTube, Dragon Rider DK, where we're going to be live streaming next week. So make sure you check that out. And uh, for some content made simple videos over on YouTube, uh, simple side of content creation and talking everything mercenaries or at the spirit healer podcast.
0: And mage take us home.
2: You can find me on Twitter talking hearthstone and other games that I am playing at major death. If you've seen the Disney plus tv show trailer for moon Knight, like during the super bowl or maybe earlier uh in late mid to late january and you want to know who that guy is come check out our my other podcast phases of moon Knight. we're on twitter at phases of mk guys
0: thank you thank you thank you so much for listening to the set review and as always you have been listening to dr three
2: Feel like there should be some whelps with rush next to this bomb for some reason. I don't I don't know why. Boom. More dots. More <laughs> dots. Give me more dots. Oh, that's
1: great.